Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Volume. Boxing with Chris Mannix is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. It's got great promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe. It's secure. You get your winning fast. It's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay, and you can discover the most popular SGPs each day right when you log in. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now. Sign up with the promo code BOXING so they know that I sent you. This is Boxing with Chris Mannix. Oh, somebody punch him in the face. Anthony Joshua is a composed and ferocious finisher. Watch this. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. Hosted by SI's Chris Mannix. That was my moment. Now with interviews, analysis, and everything going on in the world of boxing. When you have talent, you are given another chance. Here's Chris Mannix. All right. Are you uh, ready? I am ready to go, Chris Mannix. I had my 11-hour sleep. I'm refreshed. I'm rejuvenated. I'm ready. It's amazing you're doing this because I, I just assumed you weren't yesterday. when You, you know were- what? You are really pissing me off yesterday. Anytime I can get a chance to piss you off, I do it. But I'm always going to come through. This, is what, you I, don't, this you is what I do absolutely, with you. I like upsetting you. I like pissing you off, and then I like to make up. You absolutely do not always come through, just to be clear. You do not always come through. You can always rely on me. That's not the case whatsoever. You can always rely whatsoever. on me. I always come through in the end. No, because you're always complaining that you're tired. Uh, I'm you, tired right now. You've I got, got kids, Mannix. I'm always tired. You are home by yourself for eight hours a day. I day trade, bro. I day trade. <laughs> Not a taxing activity. Uh, Sergio Mora, former junior middleweight champion, zone broadcaster. He is here. We're in Las Vegas for Canelo Alvarez against Dimitri Bivol. It's a fight you can see Saturday in the U.S. on zone pay-per-view. I want to get to that, Sergio, but we were at uh, Taylor Serrano zone last week. I discussed that with Jake Donovan uh, from Boxing Scene. You can check out that podcast uh, from Monday. So, but I, one thing we didn't discuss from last week was Shakur Stevenson's fight uh, against Oscar Valdez. This was a title unification fight that was just dominated by Shakur Stevenson. Wins a lopsided unanimous decision. Now has two belts at 130 pounds. And, you know, I'm often wrong with predictions. You don't say. But I think I predicted that. Like, I think Shakur is almost unbeatable. 
is, he is. No, let's put it this way. He is unbeatable at 130 and is also almost unbeatable at 135 pounds. No, he he looked unbeatable. He looked uh, – it was a, a boxing clinic to do that against another undefeated champion, a strong, motivated champion like Oscar Valdez. That just shows you that he's the best at that division, and he is unbeatable at this moment. Now, no fighter is unbeatable, you know, later later in their careers when they fight – you know, start fighting other, other champions. But Oscar Valdez was an undefeated champion. He was, a, he was a beast. I mean, he was a beast against Burchell. Burchell was a beast. So, yes, right now at this moment of his career, Shakur Stevenson is unbeatable. And we talked about this in Jazz Manix whether he cracks the top ten. And I said no, he was going to be eleven or twelve. No, he cracked the top ten with that performance because yeah, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't think he was going to dominate the way he did. I'd put him right now at number ten yep. on my list with a lot of room to grow in it because while the fights for him at one thirty aren't great, the other title holders don't really move the needle. He could move to one thirty five and get himself in real fights very quickly. I mean, the biggest fight out there for him right now is against Lomachenko. Like this is a fight that Top Rank has talked about in house. For years. Now you have a unified champion at 130 in Shakur Stevenson, the former unified champion at 130 in Vasily Lomachenko. I mean, you've got uh you've got the you've got a mega fight on your hand. That's a legitimate pay-per-view fight between Shakur and Lomachenko. And at this point, I don't know who wins. Like they're both such great boxers that it's a coin flip type of fight. Man, I would love to see that fight. I mean, it'll be Southpaw versus Southpaw high fight IQ, young versus old legend. That right there, I mean, I don't care if Lomachenko is, you know, at, at the end of his um, prowess, I would say. He's not, though. Like, you know, no, he no, lost no. the fight that's to why I, That's why I used the, the right word. Not at the end of his career. I said boxing prowess because he is in his mid-30s now. He's been around a long time. He, you know, he's been fighting since he was a kid. But he, he hasn't taken much damage. But he is an athletic fighter, and we all know the legs are the first thing to go. But still, at this point, judging off of Lomachenko's last performance and, of course, Shakur Stevenson's incredible boxing clinic against Valdez, yeah, man, I want to see that fight next. I mean, the longer we wait, the more it's going to be in favor of Stevenson. But we know Lomachenko wants challenges, and he's, he's willing to fight anywhere, anytime against anyone, and that's an easy fight to make on, uh, on, um, on ESPN. Who would you favor in that fight? You know, it's funny, man. Uh, I would easily have said before this Valdez performance, easily, hands down, I would have said, Lomachenko, come on, high tech. We're talking about a gold medalist against a silver medalist, a guy that's, you know, a multi-division champion, uh, blah, blah, blah. I can go on and on about high tech Lomachenko. But after what we just saw with Stevenson, I mean, he really, really was impressive against an undefeated beast in Valdez. I would favor Valdez this time. I mean, you mean, you mean Stevenson? Um, so, yeah. Excuse me. Stevenson, uh, Stevenson. this time. Um, I don't know. At 135, Lomachenko still looks amazing. He had he does. a tough loss against Teofimo Lopez, was bounced back with two great wins. It's a great fight. I hope it happens, uh, whether it's at 130 or 135. Stylistically, I, I would love to see it because you need footwork in order to get uh, 
Stevenson out of his comfort zone. You know, when he's in control. That's what Loma has, yeah. That's what he yeah. has, yeah. And he does it from the southpaw angles, and he's always moving. He's always he's always, always pivoting, and he's always keeping you thinking. So it's going to be a, 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 a thinking chess match, a power chess match between both those guys. And Loma goes to the body. I think that's where, where Valdez went a little wrong. You know, he couldn't break that distance because he didn't have the footwork of Lomachenko, and he didn't really concentrate on the body. He was headhunting too much. And Shakur's too damn good for that. I mean, that was an A-plus-plus performance, and I usually can't give A-plus-plus performances. That was one. Now, he beat a legit mm-hmm. top 130-pounder, and he beat him easily. So he's got a lot of big fights ahead of him, whether it's at 130, 135. The winner, Devin Haney, George Cambosis, would love to see against Shakur Stevenson. Some fun fights maybe for him over the next couple of years. All right, let's talk about why we are here in Las Vegas. Canelo Alvarez returns and he returns at light heavyweight the first time canelo has fought at 175 since 2019 he will do it against dimitri bivolt who has had a version of this title since 2017 so he's had this belt for a long time let's start here how dangerous is dimitri bivolt and put into context like canelo's recent opponents everybody since golovkin let's say like where does bivolt rank among the more dangerous opponents Canelo has faced. Look, every single time we talk about this, Mannix, I'm going to say this is going to be the the toughest opponent for Canelo, and then he just ends up beating them down. Callum Smith, that right there surprised me because Callum Smith was just so much taller. I mean, he had, what, six, seven inches in in height. He had just equal amount in reach, and he embarrassed Callum Smith. Callum Smith was the best 168-pounder at the time, and look at what he did. He damn near busted his arm and just busted him up for the entire time. Caleb Plant, you know, excellent jab. We know the jab is the key. Ring generalship is the key. Knocked him out in the 11th. Kovalev, he wasn't really penetrating with that jab, but he lasted to the 11th round, got knocked out as well. Bevo has the best jab in boxing, second to Gennady Golovkin. Golovkin had those two, two razor-thin decisions with Golovkin, I mean, with uh, Canelo. So I expect a similar type fight, only Bevo has better footwork than Golovkin, and you need footwork, you need ring generalship, you need uh, to maintain that distance. In that second fight with Golovkin, Canelo broke that distance. I think Bevo's not going to give him that opportunity. It's going to be a high-powered, high-IQ chess match, and Bevo does punch hard enough to hurt you. So if if Canelo uh, gets caught coming in from a big puncher like Bevo, I mean, the fight can change. And Bevo, like we just finished in the fighter meetings, very, very smart fight i mean he uh he says all the right things even though you know he doesn't speak english that clearly i know what he's trying to get to what he's trying to say you know he know he has the power but he's not relying on power he's relying on footwork he's relying on the fact that um you know he needs to maintain the distance catch canelo coming in and and he knows that he punches hard enough to do it uh very dangerous fight Mannix. and i know i say that often but when you really break down the numbers and you break down the style matchup it ain't it it's Bevo has the power. He has the skill. He has the strategy to maintain it all the way to the end. That's another thing. You can be successful against Canelo five, six, seven rounds. Look at Caleb Plant. He had some success for, got stopped. You know, you got to make it all the way to the finish line. And that takes not only strategy, that takes physical uh, strength, but it takes this mental fortitude to do it all for 36 minutes. Dimitri Bevo has that. And he just told us right now in the fighter meeting. So Kovalev didn't have it. Plant didn't have it. A lot of fighters that face Canelo don't have well, it. We'll you have see. to cross the finish line. We'll and see you have if to have the strategy it. all the way to the end. Well, we'll 36 see if he has minutes it. of focus. We will see if he has it. Because no, he has it. 
everybody said it before. Mark my word, he has it. All right. Well, look, one thing he does have is a really potent jab. Probably the most weaponizable jab since Gennady Golovkin. Golovkin threw that jab as a power shot. Bivol has shown the ability to throw that jab like a power shot. He's not just flicking it out there in the way Sergey Kovalev did back in 2019. He can land that with some authority. He threw it, I think it was 76% of his punches in his last fight against Sulamov were jabbed. Threw more than 500 jabs in Broke that fight. Broke him down with that jab. And that's something that you know Canelo has proven to be susceptible to, whether it was against Golovkin or whether it was early against Kovalev. What I need to know, Sergio, is will he throw the right hand when he has to? Because I maintain you cannot beat Canelo Alvarez just by throwing jabs. Many have tried. Everyone has failed at this point. You can't beat him just by jabbing him to death. And Kovalev, sorry, Kovalev, Bivol said the same thing. Um, a lot of other guys said, I will throw the right hand. I will stand trade with him in the ring. But when you get in the ring with that kind of speed, how many times have we seen fighters shell up a little bit and not throw that right hand? So we might be able to flick that jab out a lot, but if you're not going to throw the right hand against Canelo, you're not going to beat him. Do you believe he's going to throw the right hand? First of all, what I want to know is 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 weaponizable a word. It is, Mr. Boston College. But uh, do I think he's going to throw it? Yes, Bevo, because you need you need balanced. The reason Kovalev didn't throw power punches, especially that right hand, because he didn't have the legs. He didn't have the footwork. He's already he was already past his prime. Kovalev was. You know, he's still dangerous with power, but he and he was scared of body and shots. And he was afraid of body shots. He also didn't have power behind. He that didn't right have hand. power, but Bevo has balance. You know. Uh, Bebo will come forward. He steps back and counters you with that right hand. He comes and he has that shotgun jab and he doesn't ignore about the body. He has these he has these kind of off timing hooks, especially the left hook. It's it's kind of a weird technique. Good technique, but it's a I'm not ready to declare Bebo the best at one seventy five. Like better BF has been just wearing and he also has a better resume. I mean Vostick is a better win than I, anybody. I has. don't think he does. Oh come on. Come on. Vodzik, Pas, Pas, Pascal, Jean Pascal, oh, come on. World Pascal champion. Pascal was back in 2000. That was a few years ago. Like with Joe Pascal, Smith, that Joe I mean, Smith's a great champion. win. Joe Smith's a great win. I don't think that's better than uh, the Vodzik. Hey, listen, win. Isaac Chalimba gave a lot of people oh, stop trouble. With Isaac Chalimba. I'm not. He doesn't win against anybody. Though. I get people, it, but there's a lot of sneaky good wins, and he has a, a sneaky damn good resume. All right, let me ask does. you this because we brought this up during fighter meetings, been brought up during press conferences, all that. Uh, Bevel in his first 13 fights. 11 knockouts. His last six, no knockouts. What do you take take away from that? Is that an issue? Well, we asked him that. Well, I asked him that. You didn't ask him. I asked him that. I asked him no, this you time. You asked him after I did because you never listen to me when I'm asking questions. Well, All right. Last thing for you. You have been mocking the idea of Canelo moving up to heavyweight to fate Alexander Usyk. Mocking it for he's months. He's five now. foot eight, Chris Okay, Mendes. But what do you make of this door being open? If Usyk beats Anthony Joshua... Do you think it's possible? And should Canelo go up and fight? He Usyk should not. He should not be fighting a heavyweight, a heavyweight champion of the world, <laughs> and not only that, a heavyweight champion of the world that's a gold medalist that has the nifty footwork. That's a he's just too much. Dare to be great, Sergio. Fight for the heavyweight championship. Make it happen. You are nuts, Chris Mannix. I'm telling you right now. You know what? Why don't you go take another picture with another fighter? How about you do that? I'm going to the pool now. <laughs> When we come back, my conversation with Eddie Hearn. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Now, I'm supposed to talk here about what I remember and what I loved about my first car. And that's easy for me to do. 
because I still have my first car. And as long as it keeps running, and so far so good, I intend to have that car probably until the day I die. Uh, That's how much I love that car. It is like a child to me. Now, it does require some upkeep, and that's why I'm grateful for a place like eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices... You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fight fans, take your best shot with a risk-free bet of up to $1,000 from FanDuel Sportsbook. Even if your fighter gets knocked out or tapped out, new customers get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code BOXING to bet on all the biggest boxing matches and UFC fights. Choose from the money line to the method of victory and so much more. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. The app is so easy to use, and when you win, you'll get paid quickly. And FanDuel Sportsbook just launched in Ontario, Canada. To place your first bet risk-free, just sign up with the promo code BOXING. All right, well, Eddie Hearn is a busy man these days. Last weekend, he was ringside in New York for the Katie Taylor-Amanda Serrano event. This weekend, Canelo Alvarez, Dimitri Bivol. That's a fight you can see exclusively on DAZN pay-per-view. Eddie, let's, let's look back before we look forwards because you hinted at the success of Taylor Serrano earlier in the week. On Wednesday, DAZN released some numbers on it, which... They don't usually do. 1.5 million uh, viewers worldwide for Taylor versus Serrano. How did that number match up to what your expectations or hopes that that fight would do? I mean, much bigger, Chris. You know, I think obviously the bulk of those numbers coming from the key markets around that fight, which was US, UK and Ireland. 
um, and just fantastic viewing figures. And, and again, we, we keep talking in the build-up to this fight about male and female boxing. Well, that outperformed virtually every male boxing event uh, in the UK and, and you know, from an international fight and the US as well. So it was a huge success and important to tell that story. You know, DAZN don't often release viewing figures, if you like, but because of the importance of that particular event, it was very, um, you know, it was key for everyone to say, look how big it was, look how successful it was. And I, I felt even in the build-up, it was an event that people wanted to celebrate. You know, there was a really good feeling of goodwill, wasn't there? Even in the arena that night and, and following that, we should celebrate its successes in terms of it being a commercial draw. Because I said in the build-up, you know, it's not just about saying, oh, we should do some women's boxing because that's a nice thing to do. We do it because it works. And if it works, it has even greater longevity and sustainability. And, you know, everyone wants to know when's the next big female fight or when's the rematch, you know? So let, let's speak about the rematch. Do, do those numbers and the success of the show at the gate, does that arm you with the resources to make the rematch sooner rather than later? That's a very good point. And the answer is not necessarily. You know, um, if we look at the show, if we look at the margins, you know, in terms of matchroom and MVP, it wasn't like, um, you know, you're not going to feel sorry for us, but it wasn't like we made a huge profit that night. You know, we invested a lot to give these fighters the purses that would stand out as not just what they deserve, but newsworthy as well, in all honesty. So, to increase those numbers, you know, it's a very interesting situation where normally when a fighter loses, they'll get less for the next fight. But with Amanda Serrano, is that the case? You know, she raised her value even though she lost. And of course, Katie Taylor winning that fight would inevitably want more. So you have to go to the revenue streams and say, is that even possible? You know, DAZN, how do you feel about that? The gate, how can that be increased? And, and you know, in terms of revenue. So, um, the answer is, if everyone's sensible, but, you know, you have to get what you feel you deserve, then I think there's a very good chance that the rematch can be made. If not, we'll look at other options. But certainly it would be my preferred choice to try and see that fantastic fight again. zone has entered the pay-per-view space, uh, which will begin with this Canelo and Bevel fight. Does the outcome of Taylor Serrano make you wonder if it's worth going on pay-per-view for the rematch? Personally, I would like to see fewer pay-per-views um, if possible. You know, not obviously that DAZN have their first pay-per-view on Saturday with Canelo Bivol. We understand it's Canelo Alvarez. You know, sometimes you get generational stars that will sit in the pay-per-view model. Taylor Serrano, you know, one of the reasons that we left Sky Sports is we wanted to actually do fewer pay-per-views because of the criticism we were receiving. And Taylor Serrano was always planned to be pay-per-view on Sky Sports, the first one, not the rematch. And one of the great things of, of doing that fight on DAZN was that it sat in the UK and in Ireland as a non-pay-per-view event. It just sat there as part of your subscription, which is brilliant for the customer. So, yes, we could do Taylor Serrano as pay-per-view, in the UK, maybe in the US as well, but I would just like to see it sit across part of your your subscription on DAZN. That's where 
I feel the product delivers incredible value versus every other broadcaster. You know, normal pay-per-view events that are not pay-per-view. They sit as part of your subscription. And that, that would be a good example, that rematch, of where we choose not to put a fight on pay-per-view and make sure that our customers and design subscribers get value for money. So there's a lot to work through, but how likely is it in your mind that we see a rematch before the end of this year? Um, I go back to, I think, I don't want to say if everyone's sensible, because that makes me feel like I'm telling people to take a deal they might not like, you know, but if everyone's sensible, I think we will, we will get that fight made. You know, we're looking at Croke Park in Ireland, but at the same time, that would really have to be by the end of September because of the weather. Hmm. You know, will Katie Taylor, will Amanda Serrano be ready by the end of September? Possibly. We've also had interest from the Middle East for that fight as well as, you know, just a, a standout attraction within itself. And Madison Square Garden, when we left on Saturday, said, don't forget about us for the rematch. So there's, there's some nice options there. I want to make sure that we choose the right venue, but I also want to make sure that we, we get both girls as much money as possible. And quite frankly, you know, Katie has got other options, you know, crossover fights really with Holly Holm and Cyborg and fights like that. But the biggest fight by far for both of them in boxing is each other. And that was the situation going into the first fight. And that's still the situation today. You mentioned Croke Park in Ireland. Katie has never fought in Ireland as a professional. Um, in the aftermath of that fight, have you or Katie's manager, Brian Peters, received any kind of feedback from Irish officials about the feasibility of bringing Katie back to Ireland? Oh, I think there's always been great demand from everybody in Ireland to stage a Katie Taylor event. Um, and we've always talked about doing it. One of the reasons that, you know, I know that there's some reasons why boxing hasn't taken place in Ireland, but another reason is because when we talked about Croke Park, it's like, can we fill Croke Park? It holds 60,000. The answer now is yes. So that makes me a lot more confident to move forward, but it's early days. You know, we'll probably go to Ireland in a couple of weeks and let Katie go before the media there and have a moment before the fans and stuff like that. And then we'll start planning. Um, but it may, it may fall a little bit early, Croke Park, you know, for, for the rematch. But we'll see where both sit in terms of returning to training. All right, let's talk about this weekend. Canelo against Bevel, light heavyweight championship. Canelo moving back to 175 for the first time since 2019. Bevel is probably not the most well-known fighter in and around the 168 to 175 weight classes. But why do you view him as one of, if not the most dangerous guy out there? I think this is the one of the toughest fights of Canelo Alvarez's career, unquestionably, for so many different reasons. Um, and let's break them down. Size. You know, we know that Canelo is a very small 168-pounder. Well, he's a tiny 175-pounder, quite literally tiny 175-pounder. So, you know, the only time he stepped up to fight at light heavyweight before was against Sergei Kovalev, which was an incredible fight and a huge move. But it was against the guy who was in the back stages of his career, against a guy that hadn't really lived the life, against a guy that might have just been through his prime. And Canelo Alvarez was behind in that fight and had to come back and knock him out in the 11th round to win it. Dimitri Bivol, in my opinion, 
much better fighter than Sergey Kovalev at that time. Fresher, unbeaten, never been hurt, tremendous engine, great footwork, technically very, very sound, sharp puncher, right? All these things. And the thing with Dimitri Bivo is because I've been involved with him a long time, they have been crying out for an opportunity like this for the last three, four, five years. You know, he went out, you know, the great win against John Pascal many years ago, boxed Joe Smith, now WBO light heavyweight world champion, beat him easy. And he's just, you know, he's coming off the back of a couple of fights, just like Katie Taylor did, you know, when everyone started saying, oh, how good is this person? Because they didn't look great. And then you raise the opposition and they, they show how good they really are. He will have to be a pound for pound great to beat Canelo Alvarez on Saturday. But what he will do is give it everything. Be extremely tough, be extremely fresh and fit. There's no marks on him. There's no jagged edges. There's no leaks in the, the engine. This is a young, fresh, hungry, world light heavyweight champion. And I think unquestionably one of the toughest fights of Canelo Alvarez's career so far. I want to ask you about something Tom Brown said this week. Brown, of course, promotes Al Heyman's PBC shows. Uh, he came out and said that PBC offered uh, Canelo Alvarez $100 million combined for fights against Jamal Charlo and Errol Spence and effectively said that, you know, in a way praising Eddie Reynoso, the manager of Canelo, for getting the most money for the least risk in this deal that he took with Matchroom and uh, with DAZN. What would you say to that? Well, firstly, there's absolutely no risk in fighting Jamel Charlo because who on earth has Jamel Charlo ever beaten at middleweight? Give me one standout win. You can't even do it on his resume, right? He may be a very good fighter, Charlo, but his career is moving at a snail's pace. That's number one. Number two is what belt could Canelo Alvarez dethrone from Jamel Charlo in that fight? None. Okay. Now, Errol Spence at one, I mean, what will they want? 164, 163, whatever it is. Firstly, Canelo has made it very clear he doesn't want to box under 168 pounds. Number two, what fight's that for? What belt can he dethrone from Errol Spence? Absolutely none. So, like, I don't see that option. Knowing Canelo Alvarez, that option just gives him such little motivation. Give him a champion. Let him move up. Let him take a belt. Let him go away. Yeah, that's what he wants. And by the way, maybe there's also something to said for the fact that he wanted to work with us. You know, we had three fights with him. We unfortunately were blocked from making the undisputed fight. And he had to go and have a fight on PBC. They did everything they could to keep him. And he chose to come back to Matrim and DAZN. So there's many different reasons um, that he chose not to take that fight. But give him a champion. That's what he wants. You know, he doesn't want to have voluntary defences. He wants to fight champions that he can take belts off. And this Saturday is a very good example of where he can go up and beat potentially the best light heavyweight in the world in Dimitri Bivol and take another huge piece of, of that division and set himself up potentially with the winner of Better Be Ever against Joe Smith, which would be an incredible undisputed fight. Uh, before then, though, 
there is uh, a deal in place, let's call it, for Canelo to face Gennady Golovkin, who took care of business on his end um, last month over in Japan, winning two, uh, uh, picking up a second piece of the middleweight title. Are, is that sign seal delivered in your mind? If Canelo wins, that fight is happening in September? I think uh, if we get the victory on, on Saturday for Canelo Alvarez, I think you'll get news of that fight for sure. You know, uh, Triple G had to do his thing in Japan, which was a very difficult task coming back off, what, 440 days of inactivity going into Morata's backyard. Um, and now Canelo has to do his piece. So we don't want to jinx anything. But if he can be victorious at the weekend, I think uh, you'll get some news of, of that incredible trilogy fight for September. All right, last thing for you. Um, for, for weeks, if not months, uh, Sergio Mora and I on DAZN have been debating whether or not Canelo should challenge Alexander Usyk for the heavyweight titles if Usyk is successful against Anthony Joshua. Uh, you came out and said and breathed some life into that this week when you said Canelo told you that if Usyk can come in just a pound above the cruiserweight limit, um, he would fight him for those titles. How realistic in your mind is it that at some point in the next year, if Usyk wins, if Canelo keeps winning, that we see Canelo challenge for a heavyweight belt? Well, I think if Canelo's going to challenge for a heavyweight belt, it'll have to be against Anthony Joshua. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. I truly believe he's going to beat him in July. But, but, you know, I mean, what where that, that headline came from was a conversation between myself and Saul, which was really about the AJ fight against Usyk. And you know, he was talking about how to beat Usyk. And, you know, I just said to him, do you, do you think you could beat Usyk? You know, and it, Chris, it was the same answer that I get when I mention any opponent, which was, you know, of course, you make the fight a cruiserweight or a pound over cruiserweight, I'll beat him. So, you know, I, I don't think you could ever rule that fight. I don't think you could rule anything out with Canelo. You know, the amazing thing about Sal is, even when you mention Jake Paul or Usman, he never goes, oh, like he just goes, hey, yeah, why not? You know, now Jake Paul and Usman might be slightly easier than Alexander Usyk, <laughs> but um, honestly, I, I don't think he would he would talk down any fight. And if there was an opportunity to fight Usyk at you know a pound over cruiserweight for the world heavyweight championship, I mean he's he's the boss; he'll make the decisions. But I'm I'm just telling you, I know he thinks he'll beat him. Can AJ make two hundred one? <laughs> definitely not but he probably thinks he can be you know I don't think there's a fighter around that he honestly thinks like can you imagine Saul saying no I couldn't beat him like that's he, he wouldn't be able to get the words out of his mouth so we'll see no, we'll see Eddie uh, good luck this weekend uh, another big event this time Canelo against Bevel and again it's a fight you can see exclusively in the US on DAZN pay-per-view good to talk to you Eddie cheers mate when we come back this week's picks brought to you by FanDuel. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Now, I'm supposed to talk here about what I remember and what I loved about my first car. And that's easy for me to do because I still have my first car. And as long as it keeps running, and so far so good, I intend to have that car probably until the day I die. Uh, that's how much I love that car. It is like a child to me. Now, it does require some upkeep, and that's why I'm grateful for 
a place like eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time now for this week's picks brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Last week, I gave you two winners. I said Katie Taylor by decision, and what happened? In one of the best fights we've seen in a while, Katie Taylor wins by split decision. So 2-0 last week. And I'm looking to go 2-0 again this week. The only fight worth betting on this calendar, Dimitri Bivol against Canelo Alvarez. Now, Alvarez, predictably, is a big favorite going into this one. Minus 490 right now. Bivol, he is at plus 360. And I would love to tell you to take a flyer on Dimitri Bivol because I think this is going to be one of Alvarez's toughest fights of his career because Bivol is disciplined He's got a great jab, and he is an in-his-prime 175-pounder, which is not the kind of fighter that Canelo has taken on in his career to date. But Canelo's just a beast, man. Like, he is, in the prime of his career, a future Hall of Famer who looks like a sturdy 175-pounder. So while I think Bevel is going to pose some problems early on with his jab, I think Canelo's going to figure him out He's going to get close to him, and he's going to land some big shots. So I'm taking Canelo Alvarez to win. I'm also taking Alvarez to win by decision. He is minus 140 by decision. That, to me, is showing more faith in Bevel's chin, his jab, and his eagerness to survive, I guess, is the right way to put it. I think Bevel might go into kind of a safety mode later in this fight to make sure he goes the distance with Canelo. He is at minus 140 to win by points or decision. Canelo, that is. I would take that bet by decision. Those are my picks this week brought to you by FanDuel.
That's it for this week's episode. My thanks to Sergio Mora and Eddie Hearn for joining the show. As always, subscribe, rate, review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you download podcasts. And I'll see you next week. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.